I've got an amazing episode for you today. I'm interviewing my friend and LauncherBox member, Anne Stuccio, and we're going to talk about how she had zero e-commerce experience, how she went super specific with her niche, how she charged a premium price for her subscription box, and how she now has over $10,000 in monthly reoccurring revenue six months in. I can't wait for you to hear. Welcome to the Launch Your Box podcast with weekly tips, tricks, and strategies to start, launch, and grow your subscription box. Now, here's your host, Sarah Williams. Hey, y'all. I am here with my friend, Ann Stuccio, with the Brighter Life for Dentists. That's that's your box, right, Ann? Yes, it is. Okay. And today we're talking about lots of different things. But what I want you to hear most of all is Anne's story. She went on this journey of having zero e-commerce experience to launching her box. And now six months later, she has grown so much. I also want you to understand that she has narrowed down her niche and she's charging a premium price. So Anne, let's just, I'm going to give them a little bit of backstory on you so they can get to understand how this all came about. And then we're just going to jump right in. So Anne is a practicing dentist and has been for over 20 years. And you, you might think, well, what the heck is she doing starting a subscription box? And I, I thought the same thing actually at the beginning. And I so love her story. She started a subscription box. Tell them who, tell them who your subscription box is for. My subscription box is exclusively for women dental professionals or female dentists. Can you tell them why you started this? I want them to understand your thought process behind being a very busy dentist and then starting a subscription box for other dentists and why that was important to you. Sure. Um, I am, like many of you, involved in different groups on Facebook. And one of the main groups I'm in is a large group um, of over 8,000 female dentists. And I'd see a trend of them consistently talking about putting other people's needs first and just getting worn out and burn out and never really enjoying dentistry or, you know, enjoying stuff for themselves. So I thought, what a great way to develop something that kind of gifts themselves something each month and helps them reignite their passion and love for dentistry. Because you are feeling this burnout as well. Like you've been feeling this dentistry, like you work a lot, you're doing a lot of the same things every day and you were feeling this burnout and you were seeing these other female dentists have this same experience, right? Exactly, exactly. I think when you do something long enough, um, yeah, it does get to wear on you a little bit and you forget the reasons why you started this in the first place. And so I was kind of on a journey myself trying to figure out, you know, how could I like dentistry again? You know, this was obviously something that took a lot of time and money and education, and this is my skill set. But I knew there was more. And then I also saw I wasn't the only one feeling that way. So I thought if, if I can develop something, be it with a, a course or coaching or a subscription box, there was a need out there and I could help others like myself. 
I love it. I love the whole, I love the whole thing because you took something that you were very passionate about and that was very close to you and you turned it into this business. And, and I know last time we talked, like the word business was like funny to you. Like you have this other business outside of your practice. And so I want to talk about that because one of the main fears that people have when they, they think about starting a subscription box and many people like you had thought about it a lot. Like you lay in bed at night and you think about all the fun things that you could do and all the products you could put in a box and how special you could make it. But the fear of never having sold a product, never having had an e-commerce business, like what do you need to know? Can I do that? And and there's this fear and it shuts people down from moving forward. So let's just talk about your zero (laughs) e-commerce experience. Um, And how we figured all that out. Well, you're right. I had never sold anything online. I mean, not even like eBay or anything like that. So I was completely newbie to this whole arena. And you're right. You start with a vision or a dream and you you think about, well, this, that, and the other. But what was really hanging me up was the logistics. Like I have ideas. I want to do this, but I have no idea how. And like many things, you start to randomly Google things and see what's out there. And then I was instantly overwhelmed with, well, some people said do it this way. Some people do other way. I mean, there was no clear path. And through a another course I was taking, I stumbled across you, Sarah, and then found in the summer your Launcher Box um, group. And I joined that and you like provided the perfect roadmap of what I was looking for and needed to really get that fire going and actually take the dream and put it into action. So let's, let's talk about those steps because you had to build a website. You had to figure out how to buy product. You had to conquer this thing we call bulk shipping. What, what was the most challenging thing for you as having never done something like this before? Right. Um, I would think for me, I mean, I'm a creative person by nature. So the technical side of it was really where I was most challenged. Um, And fortunately, when I did start this, it was kind of during my COVID break from my practice. So I had time to kind of figure out my website and I designed my own website, you know, set up all that, set up my shipping. Um, Originally, I started with Um, my product sourcing, just United States and local, because that's where my comfort zone was. I got fearful of hearing some stories of stuff from overseas, getting lost in the ocean. Um, So it really was baby steps in some way. But then I really fast tracked it from when I actually started it to when I put my first box out. I think that was less than two months. Yeah. It's like, it happened so quickly and you just, you just jumped in. Like, I think that people can let these little things paralyze them. And then it just trips them up. Like the tech, the tech can totally paralyze someone that is not tech savvy. Um, sourcing products when you've never done that before. There's so many questions on that. Just the logistics of shipping. Can I, can I negotiate rates? Who's the best, you know, carrier to use? Why should I use them? All the different rates that you can find for different package sizes and weights, like all there's just so much information out there. And I think you nailed it when you said you could Google all of this, you could spend days, weeks Googling all of this, but you're going to find so much conflicting information. Um, 
So what was the first thing you started to do? Was it the website? Was it the product re- research? What was the first thing you started to do when you, when you jumped into LauncherBox and you knew you were going to make a go of this? What's that first step? The first step for me was setting up my website. Um, And with that, um, an email service provider, because I knew it's not like you hang your for sale sign and they all come a knocking. Like you need to kind of build up this business that you're growing. So I needed something that could direct people to, to get an idea and then capture some information so they know when I'm up and, and ready to sell. So you had to start by collecting all those people. Like you had to collect them in a little group together. And that's, that's ultimately the first step when we do anything, whether we're selling a subscription box, whether we're, we're starting a dental practice, whether whatever we're doing, we've got to collect the people that would be interested in our goods and services. And so Anne did that by setting up a landing page, a wait list, and getting an email opt-in in. And I think so much of us want to go to buying the fun things and creating the cute box and doing all those things first. But if we don't have that collection, that little pool of people, no one's going to buy or see the fun thing that we've just created. So I love, I didn't know the answer to that when I asked you that. So I love that that was your answer. And that was the really the first step that you did um, when you started this. And also when you have that information, um, be it a wait list of 20 people or 200 people, it gave me an idea on how much product should I order for my first box? Because that was a big unknown as well. You're starting out with nothing, or at least I was, no no profits from an existing brick and mortar. I mean, everything was bankrolled for myself. So I kind of need an idea. Well, should I order stuff for 10 boxes or for 100 boxes? And getting that initial interest and building, building that client list helped me with those initial decisions as well. Okay. So let's, let's transition into that. Cause you talked about that client list and for you, you went really narrow and you went deep with that. And a lot of times people think or have this perception that if you go broad and you include more people that you will be more successful. And one of the things that I heard a long time ago was the riches are in the niches. And I agree wholeheartedly. And so let's talk about your specific niche why you didn't go for all dentists, why you didn't go for all medical professionals. Um, Let's talk about that and how you decided to go super specific. Well, like you said before, my box is specifically for female dentists and I am a female dentist. So when I was thinking about what I would create, yeah, if I looked at dentistry in a whole or healthcare as a whole, I cannot relate to all of that, you know? I can relate to um, the stresses of being a working mom, um, trying to balance all of our other household management duties, and then being a clinician in charge of a bunch of staff in the practice. That was my people that I could relate to. And, you know, either male dentists or other healthcare providers, it just provided um, too much that, you know, really wasn't my forte. So, really focusing on the female dentist, I thought as a person that's, you know, creating a box to to them, I wanted to create a relationship with them. And I wanted them to also know 
I know you because I am you. And that's how we're going to create this connection. And that's why you're going to want this box because I know what you want and need and feel. And I think that's been really well received with my audience. Were you fearful that if you went to a very selective, small niche that you wouldn't have the response that you have had? Were you fearful of that at all? Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, anytime you you go out on a limb and, and take that risk, you wonder, well, I like my box. I like this idea. I wonder if anyone else will. So I think starting out, you do have to allow yourself that vulnerability because yeah, it is a risk, but you have to have faith in yourself. You have to have faith that you know your client and then just deliver, deliver, deliver. And you know, majority are going to like it. Maybe one or two won't, but that's okay. In the end, they're not your ideal customer. And so you work with the feedback you get and then you grow and learn that way. That's great. And I think that also, you know, you have to give it time. My mentor would tell me, he always says that um, you've got to be known for something specific, right? And so for me, I'm known as the subscription box coach, right? And that's super specific. Could I teach people e-commerce? Absolutely all day, every day. Could I teach people how to run a brick and mortar store? Absolutely all day, every day. But being known as the subscription box coach has really allowed people to find me that wouldn't find me otherwise if I just said I'm for all e-commerce or I'm for all retail stores. And so for you to be known as this dental box for women dentists, people are going to people are going to just know you and they're going to find you and it's going to take time, but you're going to be the go-to person for a female dentist. And that is priceless. Um, so I want to. I want to fast forward just a little bit and let's talk about something else that was scary for you in the beginning. And I, I just had a coaching call with someone the other day about this very same topic. So I know that other pe- it's on other people's minds, but that's about the premium price that you start, you charge for this subscription box. Okay. Let, I'm just going to recap this because I want everybody to put this in perspective. We've never, we've never had an e-commerce business. We've never sold anything online. We're doing this all new. We're building an audience from scratch because your clientele is people getting their teeth cleaned, not women dentists. And we are um, now going to charge them a really premium price for this. So let's talk about how much your box is. I want you to tell everybody what's included in your box, um, you know, the variations from month to month, and then what's happened. Sure. So yeah, I mean, I was a bit of a dreamer. And again, this is where you kind of go out on a limb a little bit. But my, I offer a few different variations, but by far, you know, 85% of my clients get my VIP box, which is 115 a month, plus 995 shipping and handling. So I think it's like 124.95. Okay, did y'all hear that? 125 a month, $125 a month. And you weren't afraid of that at all. And tell me why. Well, it comes down to knowing your, your customer, your client. And, you know, I'm looking at female dentists and these are for the most part, um, highly successful, well-compensated women who also expect a certain level of quality And so knowing that, 
if I put a higher price point on and source products that, you know, are a little more higher end, then that would be well received and appreciated and expected from that type of customer. Yeah, I love it. And so you launched back in September, having built your list for a couple months, getting the tech pieces figured out, curating your boxes, and tell me what you launched with because I'm amazed by it. My first um, box, I sent out 55 boxes. I am so blown away by this because I just, I freaking love it. I mean, I can't even get over how awesome it is. And, you know, you're still a practicing dentist. Like you work every day in your practice. And so you're at home, you're at home stuff in boxes at night. Tell me about how that, how that's working for you. Oh girl, my dining room is now the brighter life room. <laughs> I mean, thank goodness for COVID and we can't invite any family over for large gatherings because it's like an Amazon warehouse in, in my dining room. Um, but yeah, I mean, you learn to juggle it. And actually what I found is if I come home from work and I'd work a few hours on brighter life or even on the weekends, because I was so passionate about growing it and excited about this, it really didn't seem like work. And all of a sudden I'd be like, oh, three hours went by, you know, maybe I should make dinner <laughs> or something like that. So um, you find that balance, but you're also driven because you're excited about this. You're excited about the response from your, your customers. Um, I get excited about brainstorming my different themes and ideas each month. Um, and every month, you know, I always get a little nervous when the boxes go out, like, oh, I hope they really like this. And then I'm just so fulfilled when I get all the feedback. I feel the same way. Like I always get nervous every month. Like, oh, you know, it's hard to keep topping yourself, right? Like, oh, and I'm four years in now, like I've made 40 some boxes and I'm like, okay, how am I going to make this one better than the last? And it never fails. People love them. I, it makes me feel great that I've provided that. And I know you're feeling the same thing, but let's talk about your growth because I know that was scary for you because you just jumped out of the gates with a really high number that you were not expecting and you handled it very, very well. And then you really slowed down your growth so that it became manageable for you. So let's just talk about your growth and then where you're at today. We're at, we're six months in. Let's talk about where we're at today. Sure. So starting with that initial 55, um, I use that as uh, a gauge to curate for future boxes. And I kind of thought if I'm going to grow it, I'm going to grow it at a manageable rate. So looking at no more than five to 10 a month. Um, so that helped me with sourcing my items. And I really didn't do too much advertising. I mean, my growth came from word of mouth from my subscribers, either them posting about it on social media or um, referring friends. So to date, six months in, I've almost doubled it. I sent out 90 boxes last month and I'm hoping for next month to meet that uh, three digit mark at a hundred. Well, let's talk about 90 boxes at $125. That puts you at a five figure revenue for every month, right? Yes. yes. And that puts you at a six figure revenue for the year. And I know you're going to grow and explode this over the year, but how amazing is that, that you went from zero to five 
figure revenue a month within six months. I'm so proud of you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it, it it's really been eye-opening, but also, you know, I'm proud of myself because it was so out of my wheelhouse, you know, anything retail. And I just went with my gut and followed my passion and it's working. And I, and then I can't wait to see what further growth comes down the road. And I, I can see, I can see you, they can't see you, but I can see in your face. I can hear it in your voice, how excited you get when you talk about this and how much it means to you. So what does that mean in terms of your everyday life? What does that mean for um, the dentist, Anne, and what's going on there? So tell me how this is changing things a little. Well, I, for my clinical practice, I'm down to three days a week there. So that's fine. It helps my neck and back, to be honest, after 20 years of doing that. Um, But it's allowing me more time to really focus on my vision and perhaps expanding it past a subscription box with different courses for burnout, since that's kind of my my passion um, purpose with this. And it's also allowed me the chance I just started and hired my first employee last week. (laughs) So I have a virtual assistant now. And that's been amazing. It's, it felt so good knowing that I was just playing a game with my kids on Friday night, knowing someone else was invested and working on a new opt-in for me. It just, it made me feel more like, hey, this is really a business. (laughs) So I loved that. It's completely a legit business. So if you're telling yourself it's not like, it's totally a legit business, but I love Here's what I, I love your whole journey. I love that you took on something that you just couldn't stop thinking about. Um, I love that you figured out the hard things because the tech is the hard things. Logistics are the hard things. I love that you put it out in the world at a really premium price, knowing who your ideal customer was, knowing that your niche was super specific and you've grown it at a rate that you could keep up with. And I just see this growing and growing nonstop for you. I love that you've cut back on your nine to five work hours. I'm sure your patients have not, Um, but (laughs) I love that you can put a balance to not being burnt out on that and doing something that you love and you can really connect them with each other. And so I just want to tell you how proud I am of you and watching you grow over the last six months. And I know here today, um, anyone that's listening to your story with us today is feeling inspired by you in so many different ways. Um, But I would love to leave them with just a little little advice for anyone um, that is sitting there listening, thinking about starting a subscription box. Um, what, what would you, what kind of advice would you give them? Well, if you were where I was six months ago, you would hear stories like this and you'd think, oh, I wish I could do that. Or I have a dream. I have a vision. And I was just like you. Maybe I could do that. Not I will do that, but maybe I could do that. But if you really just take that leap of faith and more importantly, have faith in yourself, you can do this. Form your plan, get in the right groups to learn how to do it correctly and go with your gut and you will be successful. I love, I have a little saying at my desk, dreams don't work unless you do. And That's so true because I thought about this for so long and 
Thinking is not going to make it happen. Doing is what's going to make it happen. And you know what? You will make some mistakes. I've made some mistakes. Even with growth, there's things that I've done that I'm like, oh, girl, I better not do that again, <laughs> you know? But that's how you're also going to learn and become better at this and be able to take your dream to a tangible business. I love it. you got to do the work. You can't sit idle. And if you wouldn't have started six months ago, think about where you would be right now. And I think it's amazing. Jump in both feet, get it done. And where can they find you? If they have a dentist in their, a female dentist in their <laughs> life, and they need this subscription box, tell them where they can find you. Sure. Um, I'm on Facebook. My Facebook business page is The Brighter Life for Dentists. And our website is www.thebrighterlifefordentist.com. Awesome. And thank you so much for joining me today. Um, you're just so inspiring. And I hope everyone has taken that message away from us. If the idea of creating a subscription box is swirling around in your head, I encourage you to head over to launchyourboxwithsarah.com, get on our wait list, and grab some of our free downloads to help you get started. That's launchyourboxwithsarah.com. <laughs>